Welcome everybody to the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. Each week, Berner and Barthy will cover a range of topics and bring you the latest news from the Central Coast Rugby Competition. Good chat, good footy, good fun. Take it away, boys. Thanks, Tomo. Another great intro, Tomo. Well done. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to talk to the head coach of the Terrigal Trojans. We are also going to interview... Someone else? Someone else whose name escapes me right now. <laughs> this is a great start to the podcast, by the way. Uh, we're also going to announce our weekly winner uh, yep. for our prize pack, and we're going to talk club traditions. Barthy, how was your week? Mate, my week's been good. I uh, had a fantastic start to the week. Really enjoyed the sunshine and uh, looking forward to a, a good uh, podcast. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not looking forward to a good po- podcast. I'm looking forward to a fantastic podcast. That's great. How's your week been? Been good, mate. Got my first uh, Corona test, which is always good. Yeah, to get that one out of How'd the way. Uh, it was good. I think they're much lot more gentler than they were in the past. Mm. I've sort of heard the rumours that they sort of, um, you know, put the put it right up in your brain, but it just sort of tickled the the top of the in nostril. Your brain. Yeah, I must we'll have got a different test. <laughs> <laughs> I I had one last year. At uh, yeah, at, I've uh, heard I've heard they from you know, everyone's. Different, but I've heard the rumors they just basically jam it right up yeah, in your brain through yeah. your nose. But ours was just, you know, a bit of a tickle of the rim, and that was it. Now, you're positive, <laughs> negative. What are you? I, I, am I safe here? You are very safe. Right, a very, very quick uh, negative result. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right, Barthy, something I want to talk about this week is um, any festivities or any. Uh, any events that happen around a rugby club yeah. to honour, you know, particular occasions. So it can be to honour new players. It can be to honour, you know, something that somebody has done on the football field. Uh, it can be at the end of the season. So a lot of, play, you know, for example, if uh, players, you know, don't score a trial year, they've got to do a nudie run usually yeah. on Silly Sunday, those sorts of things. And every club is pretty unique with the way that they do things. So I was keen to hear your ideas or your um if you had any knowledge or if you experienced anything, mm. any of these things that happened in any the time that you played or or coached at all. Because I'll start us off with the first one. Um, there's a couple that sort of went on at <coughs> Wee, but the uh, one I was in charge of a few years ago was the New Players Night. Right. So with New Players Night. Um, is, it, is, it, is that like when the Navy crosses the equator? Is a similar sort of treatment? Very, very similar. <laughs> Um, with the new players night, it's basically an initiation and we tell the players, look, come here, come down to training next week. And also we have it strategically in the middle of the season where it's usually shit house numbers. So you're trying, mm. you know, build a, uh, get, get a few people there. All the old boys come down cause I know how good it's going to be. And it's a race. So we just tell the players that there's going to be a race. It's a race for cash and yep. people are going to, you know, bid on you depending on how much I think, you know, if they think you're going to win. Um, what we also don't tell them is in between that running race, they have to eat some sort of dish. Mm-hmm. So the very first dish is usually a wheat, a wheat bick. Dry. Dry. So I don't know if, if anyone <laughs> hasn't, brutal. If, if anyone hasn't tried a dry wheat bick before, <laughs> Try it. Do you're yourself re- a favour. <laughs> <laughs> you really enjoy it. Turn the podcast off. Press press pause. Go in a dry wee bit. Come back. Um, usually that, and then it's usually into like you know, custard with a bit of egg and, and oyster sauce. Mm. Usually a sayo with some uh, chili tuna mm. and Tabasco sauce yeah. on top. You're wondering why you can't get players of wool. Um, <laughs> uh, chocolate milk with um, with uh, fish sauce in it, and then usually you finish off with a beer. 
Oh. So and that's usually a 20-meter sprint in between all of that. Uh. And, um, you know, players aren't too happy that they've got to do it. But also the, the money's there because people start bidding 50 bucks on a player. So, And if you buy the winning uh, horse, mm. uh, so to speak, the winning stud, um, you get to halve the winnings with that stud. So, you know, there's emphasis or there's there's a bit of a reward in it for the players and usually it's about 200 bucks each yeah, if right the player wins. So yeah, it's, a nice, it's a nice Thursday night down there. Um, but it's great because the combination of stuff you usually got just means that people spew their guts up. <laughs> so especially the custard as it goes in with the fish sauce um, uh, and you, you only got a couple of people and you're really, you're not banking on people who are fit, you're banking on people that... Um, a need money um, is usually the, the biggest the biggest factor, and the second thing is just somebody who you think has the stomach for it and they're happy. Just right. you, everyone's got those mates who will just eat shit. They will just do anything they possibly can, and they're the guys that typically are the ones that are going to take home the money. Um, so that's New Players Night. That's a proud tradition at Oi Oi. So I wanted to see if you had anything at all, mate. Um, no, as as a player, um, I was. Wonderfully lucky to play uh, for Terrigal back when they had the old clubhouse, which was the old shower block and laundry block, I should say, for um, the old caravan park from many, many, many years ago. And um, so, no, the, 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 the traditions there were, were um, you know, we, we, uh, we'd go there for a beer after, after training on a Thursday night and um, a whole variety of, of things would be had and, and enjoyed on, on the Thursday night to Friday morning. But um, not not necessarily a tradition, but a good a good a story I enjoy anyway. It was it was, it was one of the greats when uh, I got introduced to the two Bob Race. Do you know what the two Bob Race is? No. <laughs> All right. So strap yourself in. This is fair and This is a, a true story. So the two Bob races is um, you know enjoyed late late in the evening and uh, and what it requires is um, you get a twenty cent coin and you've put it in between your butt cheeks and you have to go through a course, a, a maze, if you will, over bar stools and, and that sort of thing and there's a schooner at the end and you've got to drop the 20-cent coin <laughs> into the schooner, right? So it's, 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 it's as simple as that. It's, it, but one of the greatest nights I've had in the rugby club was watching. Mate, it was on for Young and Hold. We had old life members participating, and uh, we had an official inserter who took great pride in in uh, in, in 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 his job. And uh, mate, yeah, the two Bob race. It was uh, one of the great nights. I can remember being a young fella, just my eyes wide open, just going, "What the hell's going on here?" I think we just summed up where we first very well. But mate. I, I used to, I used to. We had lots of singing, uh, lots of rugby songs. Um, one of the beautiful things about having a having a run rugby club, uh, lots of songs after games, lots of songs after um, after training, and and uh, just lots of camaraderie. But um, in regards to sort of initiations or, or anything like that, um, no, certainly not that uh, not that I was aware of anyway. But um, lots of good fun. Yeah, we had a um, and not an initiation, but we had a yabby night. Um, mm. Uh, two years ago now Lachlan Stokey organised it and that was have you ever had a yab, seen the Yabby race yeah. so what you do is you go around similar thing to the new players not in that you bet on um, you know whoever you think is going to win but you're betting on Yabbies like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what experience do you have in Yabbies yeah. who's you know what's going to be fast or whatever and basically what you do is you uh, draw a circle on the ground then a, a larger circle like, like and, a crab race yep, yep. It's the first one out so everyone bets and you know you start you know going in 
yeah, syndicate with your mate. So sometimes it's 150 bucks or so on a yabby, yeah. and yep. which is ridiculous. And it's in a 12 <laughs> yabby race, and you've got no idea what's happening just because um, Locke, who's organizing, and goes, "Mate, this is the tip." So everyone loads up on it, and it goes, <laughs> "No one, no one knows yeah. what's going on." So um, Locke probably knows, but he just. He sells the winning one for himself, to himself for cheap. Basically, you just tip the bucket upside down and then all the yabbies are on the ground and they lift the bucket up and then everyone, the most carry-on you'll ever see, <laughs> just yelling at these yabbies. Some of them are just don't even move. Some of them are just walking as slow. The race probably goes for two minutes to friend the, you know, walk 50 centimetres. And um, just yelling. The amount of carry-on and blokes just and, and girls just standing around this circle just wheeling these yabbies on to get there. Um, but yeah, great fun. All these sorts of things just happen at rugby yeah. clubs. Like there's so many stories of, of places like that. I'd actually like to hear um, some other people. So if you've got some ideas, we'll put a bit of a Q&A up there on, on Insta this week and um, send us in some stories. All right, Bernard. Well, joining us on the line is the premiership winning coach from the Terrigal Trojans Rugby Club, Michael Farrelly. Um, and as I affectionately know him, Buckets. Uh, Buckets, welcome to the podcast. Am you know I, I don't like that name, Barkey. I was going to say, I'm allowed Jack to call me David, mate. Okay. Before we get into it, where did the nickname Buckets come from? Uh, look, mate, it was my actual. <clears throat> I came to the Terry Rugby Club in 2000, and um, I was uh, my first night out with the boys. I was drinking with a bloke called Matty Raywood and Ace Eady, and I thought I could drink with them, mate. And <laughs> next thing I was vomiting in the. In the pub, mate, you know, that wasn't pretty. So that's where it comes from. And you haven't let it go either, by the way. Mate. Most people have, but and you bu- haven't. And buckets stuck for 21 years. <laughs> yeah, that's good, mate. That's, that's a rough night. Well, I tell you, let, 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 let me draw this into a wonderful, wonderful uh, circle of. of um, premierships. The buckets played in the uh, sorry, Faz played in the the 2000 premiership winning side, and he coached the 2020 premiership winning side. So, uh, congratulations, Michael, on, uh, yeah, on on a great effort. And what was a uh, what was a difficult type year? Yeah, it was, mate. It was a really different sort of the year, and you know we were really lucky when we came back from COVID that we got the competition going at all, mate. And you know our players really bought into it, and you know. Ultimately, you know, it was great to get a, a grand final at Central Coast Stadium again. And, um, you know, and it was a top grand final too, mate. You know, I thought we were, at half time, I, I really felt if we scored next that we might just get away from the lakes. But, um, you know, they, they scored quickly after half time and it was, you know, it was game all night till the end. So, mate, right to the uh, end. Exactly right. It, yeah, uh, crazy, really good game of footy, mate. Yeah, that, uh, Bernie, you remember that uh, tackle? I think it was. Um uh, Frankie Weber was it the tackle in, 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 the, in the far corner? In the far yeah. corner, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, um, it was inches, mate. You know, so yeah. they really went for it there at the end, and you know, good luck to them. Yeah, well, you guys held them out. A very successful day for the Terrigal Rugby Club, winning second yeah. grade, a brilliant finish in second grade, and and uh, yeah, well, the, the yeah. women's, and and obviously the third grade side in the um, in the grand final as well. So uh, yeah, they got close too, mate. Yeah, mate. The club's growing strong, and and how's it looking for twenty twenty one? That's been good, Barty. We're, we're, uh, I gave the boys a bit more time off. You know, we didn't finish until mid-October, and so we wanted them to come back fresh. So we didn't start until the first week of February, um, but we've had a good pre-season, um, and we're, we're off this weekend, made our first trial up at Merriweather, and then we trial at Forest Rugby the, the following weekend, and then obviously Easter, we'll have a break. We won't do anything that weekend, and then freshen up and get ready for round one um, at the Haven. We're under lights against carry-on, so I'd they'll, uh, they'll give us a tough start to the year. 
So have you got any any new players on board, or um, is there any yeah. that you lost at all? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's a couple of key losses. Um, Tucker, our, our yeah. halfback, uh, of, you know, he's been a really successful part of our club over the last five years. Has gone back to New Zealand, and Josh Vinicolo, you know, has um, moved to Canberra. Um, so, you know, they're, they're two big losses. They're, they're winners, you know, they're just competitors, and they set standards in the club. And so it's up to some of these young guys coming through to, to take over from these guys. And I'm really confident with, you know, some of these young kids coming through. Um, Jai Cornish and Will McDonald and uh, blokes like Harry Gray, Harry Hughes, Chad Shipton, you know, these guys have got to step up now and um, as far as new players, yeah, there's a few show up every year, Bernie, you know, it's like, um, there's, a, there's a few good looking, uh, good sort of players that have showed up, so it's interesting to see how they go in the trials over the next couple of weeks. It's even better when they're good looking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't come out right. Like. I think the truth came out there. <laughs> they look, they look good on the training paddock. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> mate, uh, yes, yeah, so fantastic, and and uh, mate, the women's side is strong. Obviously, um, getting the chocolates last year, and, and then winning uh, the sevens. Uh, how they sh- shaping up, and and um, a bit of changing in the coaching ranks too, I believe. Yeah, that that look, that look great again. Again, they're um, they're experienced group of girls and. They've become a really big part of our club. Um, obviously, Lee Sullivan coaching last year. Sully's come up with us into grade, and uh, David G's taken over coaching the girls. So they've had a good start to the year. And, and um, but you know, looking around and hearing what's going on in other clubs, it looks like it's going to be a, a really strong uh, women's comp this year, which is you know fantastic for rugby on the coast. So who's the who's the player to watch? You got to pick one player from the men's team, one player from the women's team. Who's the players to watch? Well, I think Shanae Ball is, is the player to watch um, in the women's side. For the men's, um, I, I think uh, two, two come to mind is, is uh, Will McDonald and Jai Cornish I spoke of earlier. I think Jai's um, going to step up and really own that nine jumper, um, hopefully for a long time for our club. And, you know, Will McDonald, I can just see being a future captain at the club. Uh, he's really come on um, this year and um, yeah, looking forward to big years from both those boys. Yeah, I remember... Um Bernard and I, when we were calling the games that were live streamed, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Will, Will McDonald's having a great, great, uh, great sort of dig in, in first grade, and, and obviously, as you say, Jai, Jai was, uh, in my opinion, uh, very unlucky in some of those games. He, he single-handedly kept Terrigal in the side sometimes, but uh, yeah, 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 mate, it'll be uh, yeah, two young fellas uh, looking to step up and take more ownership, which is exciting times. When I watched yeah, Jai the first time. Um, you were saying, you know, he probably didn't have the best game when I watched him, but the second game they were watching mm. him, like, oh, like he's, he's got it. And yeah. he's, he's a genuine match winner. Yeah, yeah. He is, mate. Right. And the thing with, you know, any, any of these young guys coming into first grade, it does take some time to find your feet, find your confidence. And, you know, there's some big personalities in our team. And, you know, people like Adam Dunkett and, you know, Alana Smarter. And, you know, Jai's really found his voice, so he's got no problem pushing those guys around and telling them where he wants them now. And, you know, that just comes with confidence and the more games you play with them, you know. Yeah, good stuff. All, all good halfbacks once they find their they're confident. They're, they're, That's uh, it, mate. It, uh, they really lead that side around. So, uh, mate, Michael, uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast. I'll, look, I'll do yep. my best to um, to break the buckets. Have it. It has been twenty one years, but I'll, uh, I'll I'll do my best, Michael. And uh, it's been great to have you on the show. Good stuff, boys. See you, buckets. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> 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 See you, pal. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> 
For our listeners, you might remember from last year, uh, the B&B bike. Uh, it's back in full force. Barthy's got the tyres pumped up. Ready to go. He's just take... <laughs> you're not in the shot, mate. You're not meant... <laughs> Oops, <laughs> I'm not here yet. You're not meant to chime in. <laughs> you're meant to be down. So Barthy's just jumped on the bike. As we speak, he is riding down the Block and Tackle Brewery. And we're crossing over to him now for an interview. <laughs> so I'm down at the uh, at the Block and Tackle Brewery with Paul and Dean. Um, should I call you guys Master Brewers or what's your, what's your title down here? I'm more of a Master Beer Pourer. Yeah. A... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I try to be. I wouldn't say I'm a Master by any means. <laughs> well, I can tell you, uh, listeners, I'm sampling a few as we speak and, and it's pretty bloody masterful if you ask me. So, uh, gentlemen, look, first of all, really... Thanks a lot for supporting the podcast and, and uh, getting on board for our monthly mouthful and, and donating some goodies for our uh, listeners, uh, lucky listeners to come down and collect. What can they expect to get from the Block and Tackle Brewery? Uh, well, hopefully some good beer, uh, <laughs> first of all. Um, look, I mean, if you're coming down here, it is a pretty relaxed, chilled out environment. Um, kind of place where I guess you can just, you know, hang out and yeah. have a chat. Live music on a Sunday. Yeah, yep. uh, two to four on a Sunday. Yep. Uh, usually a local act, so it's pretty good. Um, there's there is a lot of talent, so um, yeah, there's always someone worth watching and, and listening to. Now, um, there's always a, a good variety of beers on offer and, and ciders I see up there from uh, time to time. Generally speaking, how many sort of uh, drinks do you have on offer, uh, sort of weekly? Different flavours, if you know. I know it fluctuates, but different flavours. I could keep adding taps, I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's 12 at the moment. Yeah. yeah so, right. uh, yeah, there's, it's hard to keep up, but uh, we're always creating new beers. So, it, you know, there could realistically be another row, and I'd probably end up filling it. So, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Well, I can, I can, obviously, you guys know, but listeners, if you have never been here, uh, we're down in Kingcumber and uh, just near the Mitre 10. What's the actual address, Paul? Uh, it's uh, Cochrane Street, so you, it's pretty uh, pretty easy to see. So it's in a bit of a complex where there's all the uh, there's the Go Electrical and the others. Turn right at the roundabout. Yeah. yeah. Or left, much. depending which way you're coming from. <laughs> uh, mate, great place there. Great sponsor of the podcast. And uh, boys, thanks for joining us. No worries. Cheers. All right, Barthy. It's time for the best part of the week. Uh, giving away of the... B&B paraphernalia, yeah. the um, the most prized possessions that one could own when listening to this podcast. Mate, I can tell you right now, I've given the beer coolers a right nudge and uh, <laughs> and they work fantastically. They're tried. They're tried and tested. Yeah, they work fantastic. The, uh, the beer coasters are unbelievable. They work really well as well. And, uh, and mate, who doesn't love a good sticker? It takes sticker? a fair few uses to get soggy. They're made out of really... Really good material, these ones. High-quality cardboard, I believe. Barthia sourced the finest materials from all over the yeah, land. Absolutely. All right. This week, the uh, the person who has tagged us in and will win is, drum roll, Jason Jones. Hey, well done. Well done. So, Jason's tagged us in uh, a post, and um, he'll be winning our, our giveaway, which is handy for him because yeah. he's currently sitting there. If you've listened to the last couple of episodes, he is broken tibia, broken fibia, sitting yeah. on the lounge right now. So, um, well done, Jace. I'll send you out. Uh, I'll send you out the stuff. Actually, you know what? I won't send it out to you. I'll, ha- I'll deliver it to your house and, and I'll deliver it to the couch for you because I don't think you're walking in the mailbox. <laughs> well done, Jace. Good on you. Also, guys, uh, if you 
if you do want to win these weekly prizes, you do need to tag us in anything. So if you're playing any trials on the weekend, make sure you tag us in anything that you have. Also, even if you don't win a, a weekly prize, uh, you'll still go into the draw for the monthly mouthful giveaway. And uh, just to give you a little bit of an idea of our fantastic sponsors, we've spoken to the Grazy Lady. Uh, she'll be donating a grazing box, which is fantastic. Uh, Block and Tackle Brewery, they're donating free which, beer. Which you just came up the hill from. We haven't yep. touched on how fast you just rode up the hill <laughs> then to get back in the pocket and how how calm your breath is. Oh, mate, I'm an athlete. Um, so, yeah, free beer, Block and Tackle Brewery. Uh, we've also got Rampage Mouthguards. They're, they've come on board. They're donating uh, half-price services, you know, teeth whitening. And, and uh, let me tell you, Bernie, you could do a couple of versions of that. Thanks, mate. And <laughs> I might start tagging the podcast. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and the Trojan Restaurant and Sports Bar, uh, they've donated a $50 voucher. So it's a absolutely fantastic monthly prize. Thank it's a monthly right. mouthful. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, look, we're, we're, we're super stoked to have these four businesses supporting us and and please support them and jump on their socials, do all that sort of stuff. But, uh, mate, it's fantastic. Congrats, Jase. All right, Barthy, another great episode. Well done, mate. Thank you, you got through it. Thank you. Bit of rough slog for you today. <laughs> oh, thank you. But you got there. No. We'll listen to this next week. Much of the same. Oh, but hang on a minute. It's been a rough slog for me. Sorry, you've been a bloody burst of life and rainbows, <laughs> haven't you? Geez, you're not bad. Anyway, moving on. Uh, it's <laughs> a couple of weeks to the uh, the season, so we're starting to pump up the season. Remember our socials. Follow us at BNB Unplugging Coast Rugby on Instagram or find us on Facebook. The more that you can share us around, the more that we can promote this game and get people into Absolutely. into the community. The more prizes we can send out as well. Exactly. So the more that we build this thing, it's not just us two just pushing this out. It is the community. It's every one of you listeners. It's everything that you can do to boost the game of Central Coast Rugby on the Central Coast. If that makes sense. <laughs> probably not. It probably doesn't, but this is the end of the podcast. And that probably sums it up. See you later. See ya.